Hello, welcome to Gotham Beige podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the bunk ah, show. That was want, you may want to go <laughs> to Howard Stern or who's that was that was so sexy. I'll pull it, I'll look it up here and say that was so sexy. Hello. 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 Welcome to welcome. the bunk show. Welcome to Goth and Bougie podcast. Not fucking Howard Stern and and uh, whatever the other fucking Eddie Trunk. Robert said he he's a podcaster on music. He's like, okay, guys, let's give you the backstory because you know you always walk into the room as we're talking, and uh, we have to catch you up on what we were talking about. So Mel saw today that we got a new review on is Apple Apple Podcast right Apple Podcast Apple, yes so, yeah because I asked Robert to go say something to him he's like I don't have Apple I'm not getting Apple. Don't don't ask me to get Apple. Um, but on Apple Podcast, somebody left a review that said we were a bunk, gave us one star. <laughs> I think it's funny. We have five stars on every not other as entertaining review. as they thought it was going to be, and that they were going back to listen to Howard Stern and Eddie Trunk. Well, one, if you're a listener of those shows, you're probably not in our genre of most listeners anyway. Right. Howard Stern is a shock jock, you know, uh, Eddie, Eddie Trunk, apparently Robert told me is, does a podcast on music. None of that is true crime, paranormal short. Uh, what is our other thing that we talk about? Serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> that was today's day. Old when she realized we talked about serial killers too. No, we did. <laughs> and I'm just showing up for the job. <laughs> um, yeah, none of that is what we talk about, nor best friends, women. I mean, we are, come on. Why did you even listen to it? If you didn't like it, it's not your thing, leave. There's the fucking door. But there's no reason like to, to knock us because it, we're not your thing. So fuck you. What was his username? It says, Aloha. Yeah. Yeah, Apple Podcast, United States of America, 323 so if you can actually go and someone can go and actually fucking like leave a remark for them or something or, or leave us a good review leave us a no we want realistic reviews yeah or don't yeah or don't leave one at all didn't didn't your no, mama ever tell you need, you ain't got nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all and we need reviews because that bumps us up on the um yeah and that's what pisses staff. me off is that yeah. one he felt the need to say it was it was bunk Robert's in there bitching. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because right? Robert is yeah. putting his two cents in. I was like, Robert's We in are still number 22 in Lithuania. <laughs> we still charted in Canada. So fuck you. Like, we don't fucking well, care. You don't. My, like I was saying, if we're not the type of thing you listen to, fine. Why, why? Now that knocks down our stats and it kind of pisses me off because, like, dude, you could have just changed the channel. No one's no one making if it's scrolled on by. Yeah. Could have scrolled on by. Okay. We don't want you listening anyways. And I bet you're fucking listening right now because you wanted to hear if we said something about your damn review. And yes, we did. And And if you want to support these multimillionaires, go ahead. We're not multimillionaires, but if you want to keep supporting them and be a peon, go ahead. All it does. Well, Eddie Trunk, if he I hadn't, I don't know who that is, so I do not know. But uh, if 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 your epitome, if your epitome though of top-notch podcasts or shows is howard stern it tells me a lot about who you are as a person i have nothing against him he's funny as fuck but it's not something i I listen to all the time and it's not our style it's not who we are so yeah Yeah. fuck you mr miss aloha i don't know if i don't i don't want to you know gender stereotype that movie private part is really good 
sounds like little dick energy for me though. Just all I'm saying. <laughs> yep, little dick energy for sure. Um, so how was your weekend and week? Wait, what episode are we on? We are on episode 116, and I don't fucking know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I did paranormal, but like I said, we can talk about what the fuck we want. It's our we fucking are talking. Well, I actually have a true crime, uh, true crime episode, a true crime story for Ooh. later. Um, <clears throat> but first, we need to <clears throat> update our okay? week. No, I'm dying. <laughs> so Robert, she needs a mouth to mouth. He went and got his dinner and went to bed. He's like, "Fuck you, oh. So what I'm happened? Ready for Anything men. good happened this week? Um, uh, David went on his first date Saturday night. I had to go buy flowers. Drop Shut him the off front the door. Are you serious? Yes. And we had to go buy her tulips. I gave him money. I was going to go see more. Yeah. Cause you know, tulips is really a sexual innuendo when you give those as a gift. Well, that was her favorite flower. Oh, well, you know what kind <laughs> of girl she him. is then. Yeah. She told you know, him tulips, tulips, tulips are a, if you give that as a, you know, on a first date, lips, you're really like, I want the two lips. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that because tulips are actually my favorite flower too. So when her <laughs> well, there yellow, you go. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went and got those and uh, that's what we did. So um, I was going to go and because uh, he wanted me to go at first. He's like, mom, you don't have to go. I'm like, okay, I'll drop you off. So I went and hung out with some friends on the boats there at the harbor. Where we dropped them off and then uh, went on about my way. and. Um, that's pretty much all I've done. David and I did start talking. So his mom, he said, are Ashley and Caitlin adopted? And I'm like, why would you even ask me that? Like, what? I'm like, Ashley freaking looks just like me. Caitlin looks like me. So why would you ask that? Well, because my friends don't believe that they're my real sisters because they think they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they saying about him? <laughs> and so we started talking and stuff and I don't know how to this conversation about they know, mom. he knows who their dad is right yeah he does but he does he doesn't remember meeting them and we've gotten over there to like his my ex-mother-in-law for Chinese New Year and stuff so he does remember all that but it's just funny because um we started talking about band moms and stuff and I said I'm gonna buy that fucking shirt that they had next year at the Boosie Club I'm not a regular mom I'm a band mom he's oh, like God, mom please don't buy that shirt and I'm like I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna cut it up and make it like all sexy and hot and, and wear it to the game <laughs> or that or make it like an like the 80s where you would cut it up and put little beads on the end yes do like oh my 80s. god he would die I said well David am I not a regular band mom he's like mom you are not a regular band mom. Oh, you're a hot mom. He said, you're a wine drinking white mom. <laughs> you are. God bless you. I love you, but you are. He calls me and I was like, okay, this white drinking white mom's fucking going to Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube on Saturday night. So, so take cute. That, I love it. It's very rock wally in that you're going to Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. Oh, Saturday night I texted you and I was like, this is the whitest shit I've done Friday night. This is the whitest shit I've done in a long time. So we were at the Harbor in Rockwall and we were at a um, brass tap and then karaoke. I started playing like, you know, dance music, like 90s hip hop. See, but did you send fine. me the video in the God. text message? Everyone was white except two people. Did you hear what we're I just What? Am I lagging? What? No, I can hear you now. I said, that means that's how much you're talking. You can't even hear that. I was asking you a question. Turn on, turn up your speaker. No, I'm kidding. Did you send me the video when you sent me the text message? Because when no. I saw your TikTok and saw the video, that's why I said, what in the, when I say what in the white suburbia? Yes. 
What in the is Texas this? suburban? Why the hell is this shit? Yeah, that was that was like really. It was uh, it was suburban. comical because I just I don't relate to anybody there, and I'm just like this. Mm, I feel that hard here. I feel at home here. I fucking yeah. love it here. I, I feel like I've, I found my place. Yeah, I told Robert because. Uh, yes, it is officially official. I told you, but telling yeah. everyone else, it's officially official, which we hadn't really talked a lot about because I was trying to keep it, you know, undercover and under wraps. But I'm officially transferred to New Orleans. Uh, my work location is New Orleans. Robert's work location is New Orleans. We just resigned our lease here because, guys, we we really just up and left. We we well, I love it there for you. So we told everybody that. Like we, we told our jobs, we didn't even tell our jobs till after we left, till after we moved here. And we told everybody else that, oh yeah, our jobs know we're leaving, but our jobs actually did not knew, know that we were leaving, that, that we had told our jobs, we think that we might be there longer than a visit, but we don't know, but we knew, you guys knew we knew, but God, thank God it all worked <laughs> out for us because I was ready to like, look for another job at any time. I, I love, love my fucking job. Yeah. So now I'm here. Visit. Have a so good Robert, like after our lease is up though, I think that we might want to like try out the different neighborhoods because we were mm-hmm. thinking of maybe looking to buy a house, but I'm like, no, I think I want to like plan on living like a year or two, a couple years in each neighborhood. Like this will be our second year here. We feel like now we know this neighborhood very well yeah. and know where we would want to live if we were to live here. So going house hopping, you know, hunting right now, we don't really know. So I think I'd but like to live like Tamay, Bywater, Marini, the downtown. Yeah. You could buy a house and then use it as a rent house to rent out if you bought something. See, that's the way you think. And I that's that's the smart way of thinking is like investment property. I'm just like, no, that means I have ties somewhere. I don't like having ties anywhere, but that's true. But you never know what the market's gonna be like either. Yeah, the market's not and you have to out. you have to be paying for you have to be able to pay for two at a time, which I, I and know that you're going to get solid rental income off of whatever it is. And, and we are not at that point. So yeah. and New Orleans is not back to that point. There's still a lot Nobody's of places back at that point. rental the places. Yeah, there's still horrible. hotels not fully opened there. So, yeah, maybe in a few years that might because. Yeah, real estate is. Uh, look at your cup. That's the one I gave you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did go to the roundabout and Casey was our waitress. She was wonderful. I told her I'd say hi, Casey. She had cute pink hair. So um, but yeah, so I was called a white drinking white mom. So there you go. <laughs> I need more cards. You are a white drinking white mom. I love it. And you have mm-hmm. a, a cup that, that calls it mommy juice. Is that what you said it's called? Unicorn juice. Oh, this is unicorn water. Unicorn it's not mine it's amy's <laughs> that's cute i just grabbed a glass because i was fucking thirsty i'm going to snoop dog sq on saturday um we're going to texas tulips on saturday during the day if that ain't white i don't know what it is oh what i was <laughs> gonna say is when we were leaving these two ladies were getting arrested for public intoxication by the rockwell Police Department, and they were carrying their purses and one of the ladies goes i i'm a school principal and my friend goes not anymore <laughs> We were dying. I was like, I can't believe you just said that. Because I wasn't even tipsy. Like, I was walking around. I had a big drink. I was like. Your, your friend said not anymore? Yes. That not anymore. Hilarious. And the cop kind of looked at him like, oh. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. Oh. It was funny. But that's pretty much all I've done. Nothing else really other than that. Um, Caitlin got I've, I've had an interesting week. Well, Caitlin had her doctor's appointment. I know we talked oh, about Oh, yeah. How did that go? Years. 
Um, she can't drive. She's not supposed to be driving and we have to do an in-hospital test, a special EEG now. So um, he said she definitely had a seizure and we're like, no shit, Sherlock. Right. So that's where we are. Um, I may share it on our page, but she did have a friend that lost her house to a house fire. The whole Aww. house is like burned to the ground. So I may share that. If you guys want to donate, you can. So, but that's it. That's pretty much it for my life. Um, Ashley's good. Everybody's good. Living our best lives. Right. That's my. So what have you had happen? That's, that's my model in life right now is living my best life. Nothing. I mean, everything, nothing and everything. Um, let's see. I did take notes because. I'm try- trying to remember the things I want to talk about. Okay. April fools. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you do? <laughs> we've talked about April fools. <laughs> That's <before>. evil. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I thought it was hilarious. Of course. Cause you're the one playing the fucking joke. And it wasn't that bad. It was just like, <laughs> but um, bumps. <laughs> yeah. So I had told Cheyenne. So when Cheyenne was growing up, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but she had an imaginary friend and we think it might've been a ghost y'all for real, mm-hmm. because tell us this story about yeah, her. Have a, okay. So her mm-hmm. name was Marley. And, um, a few years later, we like played around with her cause we had some shit happening in a ha- our house that we were living right. in. The house and of mesquite. We, yeah. 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 I yeah. You told yeah. us the whole story. And I yeah. had said that, you know, and I'm just giving a little recap. So I had, we had played with Cheyenne at that time and said, well, it maybe it's Marley who's doing these weird things in the house because we, there was something happening y'all it was, but things like cabinet doors and shit open. So we had those magnetic letters on the fridge and Billy even put like spelled out Marley on the fridge. <laughs> yeah. so I thought for sometimes like, Oh God, what the fuck? So I texted her and I said, y'all bought trip insurance, right? For your big trip that you're taking this fall. I'm not going to say what it is, but she's like, yeah, why? I'm just making sure because and she said, I said, you have trip insurance, so don't worry about it. She's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I said, well, I just saw on the news that there's a new COVID variant out, and it's like shutting down all the countries. It's, um, England's already shut down. Scotland's already shut down. They're already implementing shutdowns. She was like, and you know, her with her millennial college-educated brain was like, article, question mark. Let me give her the article. I'm like, so I sent her the bbc.com. She's like, that is not a a link to a specific article mom with cited resources. That is just a link to the news site as a whole. Send me the article. And I'm like, and so then, to, then I was like, it's, it's, yeah, I said, it's really, really, um, really taken hold. It's called the NIM capital M-A-R dash L-Y-0-1 variant. Marley, it's Marley, but she didn't get it. I said, it's the M-A-R L-Y-Z-01 variant. It's the Marley variant. And she said, what? I have not heard of this. Send me the article right now. So then I sent her a link to an April Fool's Day article about how how long April Fool's Day has been around. And she just goes, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't talked to me. I hope she gets mad at you. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's some funny shit right there oh i said god. well i thought it was funny <laughs> oh that is funny but i'm fun. just like that facebook post that i reshared of david a few years ago that he was reading that kids <laughs> have to go back to school and repeat the same grade and he's crying like he was crying well it's funny because I'm- i fell for a few things like some of the posts 
you're like, I fell yeah. for a few of those things. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. And I wasn't going to do anything, but I thought I can't let a whole year go by and not do anything. One of my pennant friends, Jojo, she was hilarious. She shared like, oh, I'm rich bitch was a hashtag. She's like standing with the Porsche at the Porsche dealership. I'm rich bitch. <laughs> and then people were believing this. And then she's like flying to Japan. And she like tagged herself on the airplane to go into Japan. And the next thing you know, she's like at a sushi restaurant. Like, That's hibachi. hilarious. We made it to Japan, our first stop. And it was <laughs> fucking funny. I was dying. The stuff yeah. that she was doing. And people as were long as it's like not. I mean, I've, I've, we've pulled, I've pulled some pranks that are really bad. I won't ever do anything like that again. Business not in good fun. It's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, absolutely. she did answer me. I just checked to make sure she has answered. She has answered me because I had to take Jasper to the vet. Did I tell you? Yes. So his ear is, oh, it had like this gunky stuff. So, oh gosh, make Ooh, my ear tickle. Oh yes. No. So it's all gross. And I've tried to clean it out. I've had to try to clean. Oh, is anyway. it like the brown goopy stuff? Yeah. Nasty. Stinks. Yes. He's never had one before. And I mean, like I really am fastidious about it, taking care of his ears. I think it's because Robert gave him a bath one day and I didn't, I don't think he did it right. Water I'm kidding. I'm kidding, babe. Cause he's going to listen to this and be like, <laughs> it was like over a month ago, but no, he has an ear infection. My poor dog. He doesn't feel so well. He did really good at the vet. Didn't growl at nobody. I'm like, damn, maybe he's not bad anymore. He's old. He loves me. He does. He loves yeah. everybody now. He's really nice. Yeah. So let me see. Let me mark that off of my list. What about my <laughs> April Fool's Day joke? I told about Jasper's ear infection, um, officially in NOLA. Uh, what else to do? Oh, this weekend we went, we left the quarter. Okay. So final four is here. Yeah. The basketball shit. You know what that is? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. yeah I, do, I, I didn't. So yeah, I had to have, have Robert uh, explain it to me. We saw a couple of players playing last night. So, or not players, but a game is being played in New Orleans. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So traffic's been kind of crazy. And we wanted to get out of the quarter because yeah. we had some errands to do too. So we're like, okay, let's let's get out of the quarter. This crowd wasn't that bad though. I've noticed, and we're, me and Robert have talked about it. We've noticed like a difference in the crowds. There's like football crowd. There's Mardi Gras crowd. There's like festival crowd. There's, and then the basketball crowd. So the basketball from my experience is not that bad. It, they're like all college age with a lot of parents. And so it's yeah. like, it's not that they're, they're having a good time, but I heard that last night it was really crazy on the streets because rowdy. Cause Kansas that was the last game. Somebody won, not Kansas North Carolina, won. Kansas. Kansas okay. Yeah. There you go. I only knew it was not, not North Wait, Carolina because on the way Mel home. Mel knew something about fucking sports. Oh, it's because, you know why? Because we were sitting at Lockwood last night where we like to go. My roommate and I, Amy, we were sitting there last night and um, they turned it on and we were there. When, uh, we, we always stay there until it closes. And then we hang out with the workers and stuff. We're actually well, going with one of the workers to snoop. So. Uh, I only knew that it wasn't North Carolina because on the way home that day, Robert, you know, everybody's in all these jerseys. And Robert was like, all oh, these people wearing these North Carolina jerseys are going to be really upset once they lose. I'm like, really? They're going to lose? He's like, yeah, they're totally going to lose. So the next day at work, somebody said, I said, did North Carolina lose? And they're like, yep. So that's the only reason I know that North Carolina did not win. Yes, I didn't want North Carolina to win. Because otherwise, it's like, Carolina. yay, sports. The ball goes to the other end fastly. Basketball is actually fun to get watched. The Mavs and stuff. Yeah, it's, they're, it's, it's real active. They're, 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 it's a lot of back and forth. The points go up really high. That's what I like. Do you I think football I'm games. That, do you actually think I'm watching the game? What do you think I'm watching? The guys. Those fine ass men down there. Ooh, Luca on Mavs. Oh, 
I could be your mama. You <laughs> said mama and your girlfriend. I would watch the drill team. Huh? I would watch the drill teams. They Whatever they're called. Teams. So they have the Dallas Mav dancers. They have there the, the dancers, yeah. But Dallas Mavs took them away. Why? Because some damn stupid ass, somebody that Mark Cuban hired. Said so they, that all, they all the teams don't have sexist. dancers. I don't know about all the teams, but the Dallas Mavs don't have their Dallas Mavs dancers, which was like a highlight. They were so good because my friend Brooke they were good. Dallas Mavs dancers. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, gosh, I think Paul Abdul came from basketball yeah. choreography dinner or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. but I digress. Um, so we left the quarter, which is really nice because it's, it's at our one year mark. I feel like this weight has been lifted off of me. Um, it was really cool. We went and drive around City Park. We actually drove around the quarter. We have not driven the quarter since we moved in because it is just hellacious yeah but i said well let's just drive it and just sit in the lights and watch you know sit in the traffic and watch people so that was really nice it was really nice just to drive around right. the quarter yeah we went on city park cafe de Mon. we stopped at a new place called unagi sushi and it's real. it's it's so now that's my now my favorite place to go for Japanese food and it's on the way home from Robert's work. So he can pick it up on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Getting settled in with like knowing the restaurants and yeah. So if anyone comes to New Orleans and wants some tips on a quarter or even a little bit outside it, I can help with that, but still trying to learn all the outer neighborhoods. (sighs) I can't wait to visit. Weekend. I know. I'm just going for the So what if ticket prices don't go down? Are you just going to drive it? Then I'm just going to fucking drive. Get in the car and drive. Then you should just take Friday off and come Friday morning. Yeah, probably. I'll talk to her and see how that goes. But you don't understand. I will not be here. (laughs) I'm not asking off. You don't understand. I literally will not be here. Let me pull up my story. So my story. Yes. Are we ready to get into it? Yes. I'm waiting for you. I don't don't know how long we've been talking because we were talking for a long time before we started recording. And so the timer, I don't don't know what it's at. Well, if they don't like it, they can go with Howard and the other guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. So this is the story all about how my life got flipped (laughs) no i'm kidding i'd like to take a minute to sit right there (laughs) tell you how we came to prince of a town called bel-air in (laughs) west philadelphia born Born and raised raised on the playground is where i spent most Most of my days okay we can't do the whole thing relaxing all cool and us shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys they were up to no good it's like you have to finish trouble in my neighborhood i got in one little fight and my mom got scared she said you move up with your auntie and uncle at bel-air that's it. No, I'm going to pause it. The nicest place to fresh head dice in there. If anything, I could say this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the story of Nancy Brophy <clears throat> and how she is on trial right now uh-huh. for the murder of her husband. Oh. Yes, she is a That's true crime a novelist. <laughs> Sorry. Did you hear me? No, what'd you say? You said she's a murder for the tra- or trial for the murder of her husband. I said, that's not always a bad thing. <laughs> well, let me finish. She's not a true, sorry. She's not a true crime. She's a romance novelist oh. who wrote an, some articles called an essay. Some call it a, a novel, um, but it was entitled How to Murder Your Husband. Yes. Oh. So this is the story of Nancy Brophy. 
Okay, so on <clears throat> June 2nd, 2020, students at the Oregon Culinary Institute um, entered the school and found one of the chef instructors, Mr. Daniel C. Brophy, lying on his back unconscious in one of the school's kitchens. Let me tell you guys first off, I am reading this straight from the court documents. I think this is this is the document for their um, petition to deny bail for her. <clears throat> and in this document, it actually gives the entire summary of the evidence, wow. which tells the story okay. of everything. So I'm reading it straight from that, which because I read it, I'm like, this is exactly what I need to, this is the story. So I did not write this. I cannot take uh, some very astute paralegal wrote this or law assistant. Okay. So Mr. Da one of the chef instructors, Daniel C. Brophy, found him lying on his back unconscious in one of the school's kitchens. kitchens. One of the students, <laughs> stop it. One of the, I can see you out of the corner of my eye. One I of the just listening to you. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> just cut your eyes. I know those looks. One of the students started CPR and another dialed 911. When the medics arrived, they determined that Dan Brophy was deceased and that he had suffered at least one gunshot wound to the chest. Dun, dun, dun. It was <clears throat> murder. Okay. Medics requested that the Portland Police Bureau respond as this was a shooting and homicide detect detectives were also dispatched to begin the investigation. Okay. So the invest initial investigation revealed that Dan Brophy had been shot actually twice. And this was later confirmed by the medical examiner. The two shell casings were found on the scene as well. So the shell casings were both nine millimeter and it was determined that they were fired from the same gun and that they were likely fired from a Glock because of the unique impression that was left on um, the primer, some little piece. So based on that evidence of the scene, it appeared that Dan Profi was having a very routine morning, like doing his normal thing, his mm -hmm. what, you know, getting ready to teach cooking shit because he was a chef instructor guy. So he was. it seemed that he was standing at the scene filling water and ice buckets when he was shot in the back. It penetrated his spine and pierced his heart. And all that <laughs> he said penetrated. Go ahead. <laughs> it probed. Captain, it probed. we are being probed. <laughs> <coughs> so it penetrated his spine and pierced his heart. So that first shot likely paralyzed him and rendered him immobile. And then the way it hit him made him fall backwards. So then lying on his back, it's alleged that Nancy Brophy, his wife, then walked over to the helpless victim and shot him again at close range. Again, also piercing the heart and entering, ensuring that he would die. So nothing at the Institute appeared to be disturbed. This is what made them figure that it wasn't a robbery and there was nothing that indicated there was any type of struggle. Nothing was stolen. Right, also nothing. He was also found to be in possession of a pocket knife that was still clipped to his pants pocket and didn't appear like he had tried to get it or access it at all. Um, he was also in possession of his wallet, which had in it over $70 in cash. Mm -hmm. His glasses, his keys, his cell phone, his ID, credit cards, everything was still on his person. So if it was like a robbery that you would think they'd at least, you know, get dig his pockets. So homicide detectives... Um, then determined that the motive had to be homicide. That it was definitely. So they started canvassing the areas for surveillance cameras. 
because there wasn't any inside or outside the, the Institute, which uh-huh. is, they really should have had cameras. It's a school. I mean, I would think they should have had cameras, but. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially but there were, like- yeah. Right. So there were new numerous area businesses that did have cameras that all showed and, and they all showed a minivan that appeared to be the same minivan that Nancy Brophy it's always a fucking minivan. Yes, that she, it was her minivan. It looked, it looked just to be just exact same minivan that she drove. Um, and when she responded to the scene after being notified of what had happened, um, the detectives photographed her vehicle and compared it to the surveillance vehicle. He went to the fucking scene. Yeah, well, because she was when he was found, it was at work. So they mm. notified her to say, you know, we found your husband. At the scene, you need to come up here right away. Right. So she went up there. She responded to the scene. Um, so, and then, so that's when they took pictures of the vehicle and compared it to the surveillance video. So it became clear to them that um, she was downtown by 639 and that she left the downtown area at 728. But when she was asked, she stated that she had been home all morning and that she recalled Dan, her husband, leaving the house at about 705. She also said that she was in bed when he came upstairs to shower before mm. leaving for work that day. So, and these are um, things that she could not have known since she had been downtown near right. the Institute at 639 <clears throat> or whatever. So through that footage and questioning her, they were also able to determine that Dan arrived at 720 and disarmed the alarm at 721. So none of the timeline was adding up. Matching it. Yeah, yeah. So during the death notification meeting with the homicide detective, that's like in that that meeting where they say this person's dead. um, Nancy Brophy revealed that she and Dan had decided to purchase a gun in February of 2018. Okay. um, In a response to the recent school shooting at Parkland. So they said, okay, we need a gun because of what had happened in in Parkland. So after that meeting, homicide detectives went with her back to her house and they did recover a fully intact Glock 17 Gen 4 9 millimeter. I don't know what that is. Um, Yeah, it's a gun. She stated that after they bought the gun, neither one of them were interested in it and they decided just to put it away. They never bought any ammunition. They never fired it, nothing. They just put it away. So later on, the shell casing comparison confirmed that slide and barrel portion of the firearm was not, so that oh. gun was not the one that killed him. Oh. So they did determine that gun was not the one that killed him. So despite her okay. saying that that's the only gun we own, it's the only gun I've ever owned, um, they did determine that she had made other firearm and firearm component purchases. This is what, what? I found was so interesting. Detectives uncovered a Google search history belonging to her, and it revealed that she had used the search term ghost guns. Have you ever heard of this? No. You can buy parts of a gun that have been made, I think, and so there's no way to track it. So she had searched for ghost guns and actually had found in her history that she had actually purchased a ghost gun kit from this website. I'm not going to say the website because I don't want to plug it because I don't I don't know. Detectives would then later to cover, recover that ghost gun kit in a storage unit that she was renting. So, um, so a ghost gun would be like pieces of the gun and then you make your own gun. Yeah. From what I understand, it's like a DIY gun kit. Yeah. And I think that 
sometimes they're made with 3D printers because there's no way to track. I, I did not do research on ghost guns before I did this. Sorry, guys. Can't do it all I'm for just, you. It's just interesting to me. <laughs> I'm just but, but yeah, I mean, I'm after I'm going to look it up after more about the, what ghost guns ghost. are, but it's everyone's welcome to look it up. But I'd heard about this before that you can purchase parts. And I've heard about the 3D printed guns and I, I think they're kind of the same thing. I don't know. We'll find out. I'll let y'all know. But they did figure out that <clears throat> the lower unit of the ghost gun had never been assembled and the only fully intact component was the slide and barrel, which is the piece that, um, I can't think what I'm saying. Anyway, they found out that it was not the slide and barrel for the Glock 17 that she had before so but they then also uncovered that she was searching specifically for a glock 17 slides for sale um that search was made february 19 2018 two days after she purchased the glock so they're able to determine that she's planning she's planning wow. something um hold on i'm going to zoom ahead just a little bit so they then she also purchased one on eBay and they determined that yes, it would fit the lower unit of the firearm purchased at the gun show. Okay, so sorry, I'm kind of lost my place and I don't okay. know where it happens. There are the shit. Yeah, shows. well, I read all this. I was thinking, oh, I don't want to talk about all this um technical shit. Um, here we go. During the course of the, that. So they figured all it out with the history, search history, how she got this gun put together right. from differing parts. Okay. She, she knew that she needed to piece together a gun to be able to get right. away with this. Well, she didn't get away with it, but still. Um, so during the course of the investigation, they also learned that she was the beneficiary of oh. numerous life insurance policies. So let me remind you, she's just now on trial. She's, oh my God. it's not, it's not looking good for her. I would say no. <laughs> she pled not guilty. Um, of course she did. So she was the beneficiary of numerous life insurance policies taken out on Dan Brophy. They also discovered that she had made a worker's compensation claim. Um, and because he had been killed at work, she was hoping to get the beneficiary of that. She was entitled to over $1.15 million wow. between the life insurance and worker compensation policies. They learned that she sold life insurance and was very knowledgeable of the insurance industry. Um, she actually was the agent that sold herself the life insurance policies against oh, him. Nice. And she was the sole beneficiary. So they interviewed numerous associates of both of them and learned that she had expressed the interest in, and interest in selling their home and traveling the world. And they were um, under very tight financial constraints. They were living month to month. Um, the witnesses indicate that the conversations only occurred with Nancy and never with Dan. So it seemed like she knew, she was talking about wanting to leave the, you know, and Dan wow. didn't know all this. So um, it's worth noting that the Brophies had uh, about $315,000 in equity on their home. So that if she was able to sell the house, she would also profit that. But the conversations that she had with her friends was always that Dan never knew about any of this because there's no way Dan would have sold the house or done any of this because 
he, he didn't know about all these troubles. Right. So they, um, realized through her bank accounts that they had been in a financial hardship for actually several years. They often struggled to pay their mortgage and appear to be operating just month to month. Um, and she, even though like their bills didn't get paid, she made sure she paid that life insurance policy every month. So wow. that was, uh, I know she's just like, I'm like, lady, you're not very smart. Um, she actually ended up paying over $16,000 a year in life insurance premiums alone. Like that's what she yeah, paid out 16, just to have 000? the policies. Yeah. Just have the policies. And yet she couldn't pay her actual bills. Cause they were, this lady was definitely planning all of this. So throughout the, also throughout the investigation, detectives were made aware that Nancy was also a romance novelist who had written several books. I looked up um, some of the names and some of them, one of them was like called The Wrong Husband. Um, <laughs> yeah, The Wrong Lover. And it said, um, although none of them appear to be a financial <laughs> success, they also became aware that she had previously written an article. This, and then they called an article here. I've heard, I've also heard, um, like I said earlier, essay and novel, but entitled How to Murder Your Husband, in which Nancy Brophy writes about how she thinks about murder frequently and her knowledge of police procedure. They also located a saved article on their joint iTunes account titled 10 Ways to Cover Up a Murder, mm. um, which provides a guide for how to get away with a homicide. Nancy Brophy also has touted her knowledge of police procedures and her obsession with murder online and with friends. Um, and in all of her biographies. So that right now is all the information that is had because it's in on trial right now. The reason this came up today is because the judge threw out the petition by the prosecution to use that uh, titled article, whatever you want to call it, against her. The prosecution was wanting to be able to use that against her because we've all judged her now because she wrote a, a novel called How to Murder Your Husband. Um, but the prosecution was trying to prevent the jury from, right. you know, and so the judge did say that they can't use it, that it's too old. And he, you know, really said a, a statement thing on it, but that the article's too old. It, it's not enough to convince him to be able to use it as motivation or evidence against her. Right. So but I think she's going down. Oh, absolutely. She's fucking going down because there's so much evidence for her. Her first mistake was to fucking show up in the same fucking car that she fucking went and murdered him in. Yeah. At least borrow yeah. somebody else's car or something or get a <laughs> rental car or right? something. I don't know. Like that would be the first mistake. Never yeah. leave any evidence behind. Yeah. And Someone oh, saw she your also fucking car. She asked the one of the detectives to sign an affidavit clearing her of murder, basically, so that she could collect the workers' comp file, the workers' comp policy, because he, he died at work. So she was hoping, like, I can get money off of this. Well, did they have did they have kids? Did they have kids? Uh huh. You know, I don't know. It doesn't mention kids, but there, there is, oh, she was 67 um, and she's now 71. So they, they were, if they did, they were grown, they're grown. So. Well, the reason I ask is that way the kids would definitely, or grandkids would get that money instead of it just going to her. Right. Like, I feel like they should award that to the kids. And it grandkids. probably still will. It, I just think with 
there's, I'm sure there's something about murder that the person who committed it can't get it. Um, it, it would go to, I would think, because the policy is still, he died. I mean, he died. Yeah. It was an accident. It wasn't natural causes. It, it should. I would think it does. It doesn't matter never if, know. if he was killed on the job by a robber and an actual robber, it would pay. Yeah. So it, never it just shouldn't pay to her. Right. It wasn't suicide. So yeah, 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 yeah. So or was that for his students? Yeah, I'll come in and found that. Well, at first I thought you were going to tell me a story like they were at the culinary school and like they were cooking his body or something like that. (laughs) Wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Blair, I thought the story was going. I was like, oh my God, it's a cool. Oh my God. Like that's just where my, where my brain was going. Cause we talk about that so much. And I was like, oh my God. That's funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could see that totally. So that's all the story I have of her right now, but it's going to be, she's going to be found guilty. Oh, absolutely. You have yeah. to update us on that. That's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> it's a great story. Crazy story. Well, next week is true crime or serial killer. I haven't decided what the fuck I'm talking about, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I thought well, that far me, well, I I'm just going to see me. fucking Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. That's all I hear. Are you going on Friday? It's Saturday night. So. Oh my gosh, I gotta tell you, we are going hey, on hey, the hey, night. Look, 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 look. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that is the same night. So the same night, Robert and I are going to an awesome, as equally awesome concert. Yeah. I know who? Who? Do you remember the movie Lost Boys? Yeah. Do you remember the saxophone player? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We're going to go see him. He's here in New Orleans. That's kind of cool. He's going to be at the Santos bar. So it's like, oh, that's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I still believe. Oh my God. I just can't wait to come visit you. I'm I'm ready to get the fuck away. I need a vacation so fucking bad. And it just, I'm so ready to go. I mean, Caitlin's back and living her best life. My middle daughter, she's going, we're going on a cruise the first week of June and then she'll be home for a week. And then my mom just told her that she's taking her on her graduation from college trip because she chose not to go on a senior trip from high school. She wanted a phone instead. So she's taking her um, with my brother and sister-in-law. They're going to Disney World and another cruise. Wow. Like two weeks later. <laughs> so Damn. Well, I'll be yeah, coming back so. to May in May to actually the weekend before you come here because Cheyenne is graduating with her master's. I know. I mean, exciting. She's already I'm had a so job proud. offer. I'm so proud yeah. of her. Yeah. It's just crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's our is. kids. They're pretty fucking amazing. <sighs> well, is all that right. all you got for today? That's it, man. Oops, Hail sorry. to I'm High Priest Robert. Yes. Hell to Go High to- Priest Robert. Yes. Hail High Priest Robert. Go, yeah, if you listen to this whole thing, when we brought you any joy at all, go leave us an Apple podcast review because- yes. It it hurts. Our feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt. I said, bye. I was laughing. I was laughing my ass off. Let me tell you. Um, Yeah. So go to our Instagram, Facebook, become a patron on Patreon, patreon.com slash golf and music podcast. And go and follow our private pages, our Instagram, TikToks, account pages for bell i don't have money anymore even if people keep asking why don't you have your still because i don't fucking have time to do it i had a post removed from there for violating community guidelines on OnlyFans. 
Yeah, I don't know. Everybody why. knows what the account page yeah, is. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like they did that one thing recently. We're like, okay, they're not going to allow any type of like sexual content. But then they backtracked on that big time. So I don't, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, because a lot of people left there and went to other, mm-hmm. another site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, fuck you, whatever. All right. Somebody had to report it. Go, somebody, go back to Howard Stern. Somebody too, had to you. reported it for something. And it's like, it's not even bad. It's not. It's just, it's just a tit. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Anyway. Bazo people. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Mel's thanks. still single, out dating. Belle's married and living her life to the fullest in new orleans living my best life man it's been a year this week since i moved to south carolina so <sighs> yeah. yeah and look you're back you need to be yeah. uh yeah I, I should be planning i should have been planning a wedding but there you go oh just- fuck that shit i'm glad you're not god god can you imagine if you had hey, we'd already started are you kidding me yeah you had married him I know I dodged a huge bullet. Okay. Anyways, okay, guys, I stop holding this bell. <laughs> All right, y'all come back, back now. Here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs>